everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for The Dragon Reborn. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me, I got my good friend and co-host, Steve. We are diving in. Hello. To chapter, which number are we on? This is number 15. Yeah, end of the week, man. We are, we are, ending, we are ending the week with some mystery, with some espionage. And with a gray man. That's the name of the chapter. And, the, and a gray man. I'll tell you what. Right now, the way I'm sitting, you can't really see it. My knees are higher than they usually are. It's a blood flow thing I'm going for, and I think it's gonna. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. But I, I can, I can tell the listeners right now. Watch out, because my knees are high. Watch. Look at them. There they are. Whoa, whoa! His knees are high. And something's going on with your hair too. It's affecting your hair in an interesting way. You've got this like. Yeah, yeah. Something's going on. It's chicken grease. You look like you look like you, it's it is. chicken grease. It is. I you had chicken like all over. I ate chicken last night, fried chicken, and I oh, went and oh. I touched my hair a lot. And here we are. I haven't dealt with that yet kind of today. Natural like hair hair gel hair hair styling thing. You know that's actually that's resourceful. It's a natural it's good for hair hair styling good product. For you. You're right. Chicken grease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. This has been a big week. This whole week we have been with Nynaeve and Egwene and uh, 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 Elaine. Elaine. Lots of eyes to die stuff going on here. And I think, how long do you think we're going to stay in the eyes to die land? Do you think it's going to go 10 chapters Perrin, 10 chapters Egwene, 10 chapters Perrin, 10 chapters Egwene? Plus a fish <sighs> chapter every once in a while? I don't know. No, I don't think it is. Do you think it is? I hope we... I hope we get like a chapter or I hope we get 10 chapters with somebody just out of left field, you know, like a, like a, just a grain, grain elevator worker, you know, just working grain, just hang, hanging out. His name could be out. like uh Boris, right? Oh, I like that. Boris, the, yeah. the mill tender. Oh, right. And yeah. then you get your grains from him, sesame seeds, you know, different yeah. types of beans. He's got beans. He's grown. He's got mung beans. He's got he's, he's got, got kidney leg- beans legumes for days legumes. It's just it's not it's never ending with him. And I want I want the same amount of commitment that Robert Jordan has put into the Amarillo Sea and her fish metaphors with this new guy with grain. You know, it his takes... name's not grain. It's Boris. No, no, that with grain. I want the metaphors to be about grains and oh, okay. beans. Those are trickier. Those are a little trickier than fish metaphors. It's hard to come mm, across a good legume know. metaphor. Here, I got one. A legume, a legume in the streets is worth two in the sheets. See, where it writes itself. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's a lot to talk about in this chapter. We've got gray men. We've got mystery abound. So let's get dive in. So this chapter is immediately leaving off uh, from our last chapter. With uh, Nynaeve and Egwene leaving the Amarillin Seed study. The Amarillin Seed, she's like, you guys got to go. I got some fish. I got, I got fish. Fish problems. business. I got fish tickets. <laughs> I got fish tickets. Fish is go. playing in town. They're coming through. I got tickets. I got to go. I, I am not missing this show because of a whole bunch of black asha. The, Are you kidding me? Uh, slow fish wins the race. But I have tickets and I am my hair. <laughs> fish uh see ya <laughs> and she just like runs away i can imagine if she goes to a fish concert you know she's trying to look for a whole bunch of black asha at the white tower or yeah at the white tower 
And then she goes to the fish concert and then Le- like Leandrin's there and she's like wearing like a tie-dye shirt. And they just have to like she's trying to blend make in. peace in that Yeah, yeah. Well they just have to make peace. They're all just trying like fish a fish concert is nerdy. There's, There's a fish truce. Yeah. A parlay. Like a pirate. Yeah. Like a parlay. Besides, like, there are a lot of people on drugs and those things, and like if you start throwing around bad vibes, like the the whole the whole situation can take a a, a turn real fast, you know? And a lot of people can get hurt. Real I know everybody's fast. covered in mud and there's a, and there's a lot of like padding around. Uh I don't know, I've never been to a fish concert, but I'm assuming padding. you know, gotta be safe. I guess. Beanbags. <laughs> Just mountains beanbags. mountains of beanbags and hacky sacks. Everywhere. And I love a sack. Everywhere. But there's also like hazards as well. There's bongos, there's uh uh, uh cajones, mm-hmm. banjos, anything that you can any jamming instrument. What are some jamming instruments? How about a bass? Ooh, there's gonna be a lot of basses. Uh, at least sixteen. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of basses too. Fish concert. Lots of swinging basses. So they're leaving the ambulance study. Nynaeve and Elaine, they're having a conversation. They're like, I can't believe she's doing this. She's making us do this. Looking for Black Asia. Does she understand what she's asking for here? It's a tall order. Yep. We have <laughs> we have no control in this situation. What are we yeah. supposed to do? Literally any of them. Any of the eyes that I could be one, in theory. Really, it's just kind of like one of the situations that even if they do find or do suspect a Black Aja, like they have to be so careful about who they tell and how they bring that information to another person because they're – and at least in Nynaeve's eyes, they're like public enemy number one. Because, like, she's like, even the fact that she told us to, like, smoke out some Black black Asia means that we're always going to be on our toes. And Black Asia or other people are going to know, not even Black Asia, just other people are mm-hmm. just going to know that we're, we got, we, there's a different air around us. All right. Our, our fish don't smell right is what's going to happen. Nope. <laughs> got that. We got to got that. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be suspect they're going to be suspect it's not going to go well and Egwene I think is just more more confused than anything she's got boys on the brain she's mm-hmm. got ran dreams she's you know, in she, Matt she's in like you know she's in year two of Hogwarts yeah yeah, yeah. things when things start getting real and Nynaeve is well past year two she's in year six You've never you know, even read those books or seen those movies. I don't even know. I don't even know what they're about. They're like, it's about golf. It's about magic golfers. Well, that, Harry Potter. I, nobody told. <laughs> <laughs> nobody told me that. <laughs> During this conversation, they're walking by. They're like, you know what? Let's go to Elaine's room. See if she's there. And you know what? We we got to tell her. We got to tell Elaine what's up. Well, she's gonna be. She's gonna be part of the posse, you know. We got they're Josie and the Pussycats. Okay, so she's playing bass. Nynaeve, yeah, she's playing bass. Yeah, she's one of the Pussycats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Egwene, I think, is Josie. Okay, and uh, and Elaine is Tara Reed. I can't remember her character's name in that. Well, movie. in this incarnation of the drummer Josie and the Pussycats, it's actually Tara Reed. Elaine is actually Tara Reed in this. It's actually not a bad casting choice. <laughs> Didn't she get her hand eaten by a shark? Uh, in Josie and the Pussycats, the movie. I don't know. That was in Sharknado. 
Yeah, I think you're thinking of Sharknado. I am. Other cinematic classic that features Tara Reid. Hmm. Tara Reid? Hear me out. Tara Reid? Tarvalon. Tara Reid? Taravalon. I think she's Black Azure. Connections. We can't trust her. Something's fishy here. Fish don't smell right. <laughs> Your fish don't smell right. <laughs> so, uh, they go to a room that she's not there, and they're like, "Okay, well, I think I think one. I think they just start going to a different room, or they are they're off somewhere else. But it doesn't really matter because while they're walking, uh, a crossbow fires at them. Shunk. Oh and, man! Like, it whisks past. Egwene's ear, nicks her right at the top of her ear. You know, one of those like it's almost a like close a call. cut, so it's more. We it's literally almost had like, Egwene get headshotted by an arrow in the head out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, like uh, in The Walking but, Dead, Abraham. Oh, oh no! Yes. Yeah, we we could have lost her right there, but luckily, the wheel weaves at what the what wheel the wheel weaves woves weave does. Yeah. It wait, yeah. wheels away. It the wheel does away. It, it it wants a wheel. The wheel moves. Look, the wheel does what it does. All right, it it's does got one it. job and does it really well. Yep. So the wheel <laughs> wove in a way that it was just sort of like ding, and it just made it instead of the pattern choosing to have it clear Egwene's head entirely. It allowed it to nick her a little bit because maybe the pattern decided that she needed deformity of some. Of some sort or some sort of battle scar. And if that is the case, then that was always woven into the pattern. And no matter what, Egwene had to have her ear nicked by an arrow. I think it's just a, an attitude check. I think the wheel is just like, you know what? Like, just check yourself. Before you wreck you know? yourself. Not that she's been a... Yeah, not that she's been, like, particularly whiny or complainy or anything like that or a bad character. Actually, I've been liking Egwene a lot, this book. But, you know, I, I just think it was just more of like a, just... The wheel's just going on, like, just, you know, be on your toes. <laughs> so immediately they go into they go into battle mode. They're like, okay, we got to deal with this situation. And they start hiding. They duck and cover. They get behind a couple of pillars. They look around. And Nynaeve, she starts, she starts unleashing that rage. She starts reaching out with the one power. Hadoukens. she's able to use... Hadouken! Yes. Shurukens. Uh, Shurukens! She uses the power of air... To grab the person that shot shot at them, yeah, airbender, and hold them in place. And this is where we get more information on uh, the Aes Sedai and the powers that they use. So because well, this out, is almost like the Force in a lot of ways. This is almost like a Force. Actually, it's more like airbending. Air Force, Air Force One. Yeah, Air Force. Harrison Ford. You seen? You ever seen that movie? Yes, Gary Oldman's in it. He's the bad guy. It's good. It holds up. It's. it's it's amazing. Harrison Ford movies are dope. He does. He rarely has a, 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 a stinker. I was gonna call one. I was gonna call it a smeller. <laughs> he rarely has a smeller. Yeah. So she. So it turns out the Aes Sedai they pull from five different elements: earth, wind, and fire. Mm-hmm. The band. We're talking funk. Yeah. We're talking September. And uh, you know what? Other powers that don't really matter. The most important thing is they got Earth, Wind, and Fire on their side. Uh, water. Yeah, they got water, sure. Will. But Earth, Wind, and Fire. What's the last one? I think at... Dark Matter. Spirit. Spirit. Dark Matter's cool. I'll take Dark Matter. How about Speed? Uh, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Sure. (laughs) The speed generates the power. The wheel weaves. 
but this just more or less illustrates that Nynaeve is super strong with the force, you know, with the one power. She's able to already kind of like hold people in place with using like wind. So like this guy is probably just like being held in position. I must feel wild. Just a whole bunch of like, just like air, just pressing on. Just him. holding like he's like, like it's like you are being held in and preserved in gelatin, in a lot of ways. Yes. Except it's air, and you can breathe through it. But I, I would imagine you'd feel the pressure all around you, holding you there, and you'd be like, ah! but you'd be trapped in this air chamber. Yeah. And air is like is a wind. It's wind, right? It's like a windshield. Yeah, yeah. It's but like not, a windshield. But not a car windshield. Not like a car. No. Yeah. Like a bunch that. of wind but, around a person suspended in the air. Exactly. Or maybe it's like she removed the air from the situation and then you can't move because the air is so <laughs> People are so suffocating. <laughs> oh I shit. Wonder, uh Nine just like hasn't fully learned it. She she yeah. holds them in the air, but they can't breathe anymore. He, she actually sucks out all of the air inside this person's body and just becomes like a withered, dried up corpse. Yeah. California you raisins. Kind of like that's their origin. Kinda, I, I was thinking more like Baby Voldemort in Harry Potter. Okay. Well, we went in different directions, but they're both good. Plot twist: I actually seen Harry Potter. Hey, but have you seen the California raisins? No, I've never seen a California raisin. Oh really? You never had any of those as a kid? Uh, is it? The, are those like they came in like a little red package? And uh, well, those are actual. A, ra- like a- you're talking about actual raisins. I'm talking about jazz musicians who are also raisins. <laughs> but I had all these toys, and everyone had these toys, and no one knows where they came from. But these, it's like these little, like three inch tall California raisins, and it'll be like a cool raisin wearing a pair of shades, playing a saxophone. And they had a cartoon. Did they, uh, did they sing a version of California Dreamin' called California Raisins? Yeah, they did. And they did a version of September, too, by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, and it was called Raisins. <laughs> <laughs> you got to look up the California. We got to get some. <laughs> this is probably going to come out a little bit afterwards. So maybe you might have to go back and look at her tweets, but. If you look through there, you're probably going to find some hot California raisin tweets. And if you don't, if you don't, we we got some we got some dark friends out there. We got some little soldiers that'll remind us to tweet some Californian raisins nonsense. I guess. <laughs> Listen, you after the show, you start googling California raisins, you won't regret it. So they uh, they go investigate. They got the guy held up, but it turns out the guy. He's dead already. There's a there's a knife sticking out of his chest. Yeah, so I like to think in my head canon the the air no breathing thing that did happen. There was no air circulating into that man, but he was already dead. Yes. She might have been responsible but, for the double tap. I don't know. But in my own head canon, yeah. that's how it happened because she's so learning. Yes, she's powerful. But she killed a man. Well, according to the book then, the idea is that uh, there possibly is a second person because one, there's no more crossbow, so we don't know where that went. Two, who stabbed this guy? You know, could have yeah. been Nynaeve accidentally, or it could have been another person. Well, someone stabbed him. Nynaeve didn't stab him. I uh, could have been. Well, what if he was holding up? What if he was like holding the the <laughs> like? The, the <laughs> what if he was holding the knife, like... <laughs> pointing face up, and then she just like <laughs> as she raised him, it like shot his arm up and it stabbed himself in the eye. 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then she was just holding him oh, there. No! And he was like, oh! With a big old <laughs> knife sticking out of his eye. Yeah. What if she didn't, like, I hope it was fast because what if she, like, couldn't hold him? So it's like a moment where he's, like, he's free and then he's not free. And then he just keeps on getting, like, pushed back into his. And here's face. a question no one wants to ask, but, you know, what happens if he farts in that air chamber? Does it leave the chamber? Dead. Does it stay in? Is it his own personal fart chamber at that point? You're dead. You're dead. Yeah, you got too much farts. And if, if he that... died, now to even really get into it, because if he actually did die while being suspended from the knife wound that he had already already had, then his bowels would re- would release. So there's just poop flying all around that air chamber. You know, this is like what this kind of reminds me of is um, like you know those like skydive places where you go to. You know, like those, like fake skydiving places where you just like, you hop into a chamber and then you can like pretend you're skydiving. Ooh, it's very fun. Uh, this is like that, but filled with poop. <laughs> filled with poop. <laughs> so obviously they got to figure out who stabbed this person and they're going to go investigate. I think they like hear like footsteps or they, they hear somebody running away or something like that. Then they run into Sherry Am. Sherry Am shows up. She's like, what, what you doing over here? What you, what are you up to Willis? And they have to, like, explain the situation. She gives a whole bunch of exposition about the the gray man because the gray man isn't actually a man. The gray man is actually a woman who sold her soul to look like a generic, pasty-ass, totally forgettable man. Gray gray man. Kind of like me. Kind of like me, actually. Put a few years on you. Yeah, a couple years, at least. Once I hit my 30s, like, I will be unrecognizable. You'll you'll forget about me immediately. That's the plan. I have a whole <laughs> retirement thing worked out. There's a few more years. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's... So the Gray Man, they're just other dark friends. They're just, like, new dark friends that Robert Jordan it's, has The Gray Man is just, like, made. a super sleeper agent. Super sleeper agent. Super sleeper just, agent. Like, that can just slip into anywhere because he's just so they're, unrecognizable. Oh, they're so and slippery. So slippery. Yeah. Greasy. The, really, the only way to deal with it is just to start killing all the unremarkable men. <laughs> I have no chance. Aren't I right, ladies? I'm dead. Let's get him. <laughs> <laughs> There's like stable no, boys don't and stuff me. like that. That would be me. <laughs> I'd be a stable boy. <laughs> like, this is my horse. I've named it Bamboo. <laughs> Bamboo. I like that. It's a good name. Good name for a horse. Uh, I think Egwene then, like, leaves the conversation uh, to go get, like, her cloak or something. She wants to... She goes back to her room. can't remember exactly why she goes back to her room, but she goes back to her room for something, and on her way back, she notices that uh, the crossbow bolt is no longer there. Like, it's disappeared somehow. So either somebody has gotten there and taken it and removed it, or or it just vaporized. Magic crossbow. Shh. Magic crossbow never existed in the first place. I got my money on magic crossbow. There. I think I made a prediction that said there was going to be a magic crossbow in this book. Pretty sure. Sure, sure did. Yep. Points for Steve. That's how I get points. <laughs> uh, and uh, when Gwen comes back, it looks like Nynaeve and uh, Shiriam has had. More or less kind of like an argument, but Nynaeve is just kind of like, she's she's not really like, 
she's not really like saying anything out loud, but uh, as far as she's like questioning Shiryam, like, what are you doing here? Why, yeah. why are you so close to this situation? What's the hacks? Like, I can't, what the, the, the master of novices can't be hanging around the novices quarters this is my, this is my house. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I can use your microwave. Oh, I'll eat a hot bucket. She starts like wiping her feet on like every, on the nearest like entryway. It's like, this is mine. This yeah. is mine now. Yeah, peas on it. Like a dog. <laughs> I don't know. And then uh, I think Sherriam, uh, she walks away. And then we got Nynaeve and Egwene wrapping up the chapter with Egwene going like, I th- Nynaeve basically says like, I think Sherriam's up to something. I think Sherriam might be a black Aja. Well, you got to remember these girls. I think that's how it ends. They literally, their job is find the black Aja. So like they got, they got a, they just met a new person. Of course they got to assume they're a black Aja. It's at this point, someone's got to be. They've got to find yeah, someone. But don't you think? Don't you think that's a little fast though? Like this is the first person they saw it's as fast soon as they loose. left the chambers. They're it's working true. hard. They're you trying. Never know. That's what I mean. The first person you saw, you have to be like, I guess, <laughs> I guess we gotta clear that person first. They're probably yeah. they're uh, suspect number one, I guess. Yeah, actually, I'd read a whole book series of just nine, even Egwene being like uh, detectives, being true detectives. Oh, in a crime noir style. Yes. Mm, I like that. And then they get into a fight and then like they, they end up breaking up for like 15 years. And then mm-hmm. uh, a, a killer comes back. The killer comes back, but one of, they don't really trust each other, but they, they have, they have to work together because they have to solve the case. Ooh. That's just a plot of true detective. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, okay. Let's put uh yeah. Egwene and I Eve in there quick. Yeah, I. You know what? I got show plans, everybody. I got spinoff ideas. Hit me up, Amazon. The thing is, is Please. them the Amerlin being like, go find the Black Ashes. It's like, fish for, metaphor for sure. For sure, the call is coming from inside the house, and whoever is Black Asia ain't gonna be walking around in the common area, right? I don't think so. Because I think it's well, the Amberlin. I, you... I think it's the fish. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if it's it's a it's the Amberlin seat or it's Varen or Shiriam. Yeah, Shiriam. I think also. Let's throw Shiriam in there. You know, there's not, um, but there's other people in the tower though. Like there, we still got like there's other there's other novices. I bet you the there's whole thing accepted. is riddled with black eyes. Probably there might be warders there as well. We don't know what. Well, there's the green ashes. And they, you know, how many warders they got. Well, green eyes do. Magic. They always have warders with them. Yeah, everywhere they go, they can't leave the house without them. They don't want to. It's like it's a choice. Cho, and it's know, a lifestyle, flippers. and it's called green Asia. We live by the code. We die by the code. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's everything I want to talk about today, Steve. Why don't you take us the hell out of here? Thank you for listening, listeners. Please follow us on Twitter at Chap by Chap, on Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcasts. And we'll be back on Monday for Chapter 16, Hunters 3.
Every night when I go to sleep, I close my eyes, alright? And I give thanks. To our Patreon executive producers, okay? That's Big Cheese Daddy. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you would like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. Do it, please!